With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Waterman Files.
true. You are not alone. We are in this together. You are not alone. You are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. Grundgriff, you are not alone. We are in this together. Ground crew, we are not in this alone, and we are in this together. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the castle. This is our private ground crew broadcast here on TalkShoe. Our private ground crew, <laughs> our private ground crew broadcast is regularly scheduled for this night and you can find our radio schedule for all of these on thewatermanfiles.com just click on the radio schedule page you will see that on Wednesday tonight which is October the 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern we have our private talk shoe broadcast and of course that means that many of you are just clicking on the player and listening some of you are calling in I'm glad you're here many of you uh, uh, are going to be hearing some information tonight that might be of importance to you one of the things that I would like to make you aware of is that we are currently um, having all kinds of issues around this world and the planet and <laughs> the technology is getting more uh, in, uh, interrupted all the time, isn't it? It's just incredible how it's going. And as we begin to see the coagulation and the, the period of chaos end, we are now beginning to see the effects of the shutdowns all across the planet. We have now Walmart being impacted. Uh, the profit falls uh, is going to is going to fall this physical year. This next physical year, their profit's going to drop twelve percent. We're not talking about total sales dropping twelve percent. We're talking about profit. I don't know if you uh, if you know, but the profit margins that Walmart has are not that big. They ask everybody to just make 2% or some bizarre, almost unbelievable amount. And then they make sure they're the lowest price in the industry. So their margins are low. So this does not mean that they are making gobs of, you know, they're still making 88%. No. <laughs> they're going to lose this much profit what this equates to what I'm trying to get at is how much in total sales they have to lose in order to bring profits down 10% so let me kind of give you a little bit of a clue many things in retail are purchased like for five bucks and they're sold for ten the exception are things like jewelry. Jewelry has a 500%. So if they buy it for $100, they sell it for 500 That's why you'll see these huge sales in jewelry. And be aware, by the way, 
they're still making a handsome profit. Why do they mark it up so much? Because they can. <laughs> they make sure there's always these shortages. It's a very, it's a usually a very emotional uh, uh, product, and it ends up becoming something that they can emotionally manipulate. They already know there's a certain amount of uh, sales that they're going to make regardless <laughs> to uh, how many, uh, what's going on in the economy, but they usually have some str fairly strange responses to the economy, uh, like uh, florist. Florist in bad times their profits go up because people that can't buy things will at least buy maybe a rose or an inexpensive bouquet for presents. And I've been, I'm being told right now that the player isn't quite, isn't, you're going to hear this on a podcast, and I'm, I welcome everybody that's listening, but many of you might end up having to do uh, a podcast because people are having trouble uh, getting uh, linked in tonight, and so it's it's a problem. So anyway, welcome. We've got uh, people finally showing up, but uh, so many of you just click on the player. We have no clue you're there, but uh, welcome to everybody, and I'm glad you're you're here and that uh, you're listening. The buffering on TalkShoe. It goes according to who they like and who they don't. They can't just turn you off. They get sued offering it, okay? In the meantime, like uh, Aaron sent me this article on Walmart stores, they're, 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 plunging. they're plunging. Profits are plunging. But profits of 12% less equate to way more. You know, you take at times... X amount in order to get the actual sales drops, the sales drop. <laughs> so we are seeing a 12% drop in profit, which means they might have some horrendous amount in sales uh, in general dropping. Huge, huge. Anyway, their earnings uh, are going to be sliding considerably, and so has their stock prices, okay? So we are well underway for these kind of events that are going to be occurring, and um, it's causing a problem uh, for uh, Walmart, and it will because everybody, everybody is hurting. Every, everybody is hurting. I want you to know one of the most interesting political groups in the country, all over the world, actually, is the Chamber of Commerce, a very crafty name and title. Very crafty. Slick packaging on that, huh? For those of you that know, you know what I'm talking about. The Commerce Department Oh, wait a minute. No, they actually aren't dealing too much in commerce. What the Chamber of Commerce sounds like is you can join the local Chamber of Commerce because they're in every little town everywhere. They have these really nice buildings. 
they really actually end up building something uh, like a bank quality, you know, expensive in the town. And they're not shabby. They are usually landowners. They usually have their own building. They're not usually stuck in in a leased building with others. Now, give me a break. If you're in the middle of Chicago or New York, that's different. But they're all over America. And they don't promote people. They cannot recommend anybody in their group. They don't reach out to the community. You know what they do? They take all the money of the businesses and they go to Washington, D.C. Whether you agree with their agenda or not, as a business owner, they do pretty much what you and I wouldn't like done. So they're friends. Yes, they're friends of the Fed. They're friends of Homeland Security. Uh, they're friends of the neocons. They're friends of uh, the right. They're friends of the left. They're, they're slobs. They are really pieces of junk. Okay? Now, the head of the American Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> his name is Alex Rodzenico. He's the president of the American Chamber of Commerce since 2013. Previously, get this, he held a CEO position in Russia uh, in the operations of various large global banks, banks, I want you to understand something. Russia has a problem, too. They have this creep, this creeping disease. The creeping disease is banking. <laughs> they aren't in a gold-backed system of banking. They have fiat. They have not been able to completely kick out the banking people from their country. They didn't do, haven't yet at least, what Andrew Jackson did. However, their new federation has a lot of restrictions on the banks that they think, are oh, this isn't supposed to happen. So the Rothschilds kind of choke. And if we are talking about a nation that has fiat money systems related to the Rothschild banking world, why are they after him? Because they are the least cooperative of all of the big ones. They're the least cooperative. In fact, if they had their way, they're going to get rid of them. That's the plan. They're going to move them out. Out. Bye. Good. So long. That's the plan. They know their, their time is limited. And so in order for them to kind of hedge their bets... In recent times, they made sure that somebody that was in the banking world, the fiat banking world, comes over to America. And this isn't Russia's plan. This has nothing to do with Putin's agenda. This has everything to do with the banking agenda. <clears throat> you can go to Russia Insider and read an article that you probably ought to take time. It says, Head of the American Chamber, Moscow says, coming year will be worse than the past year. It says here, deep insight into what American biz big business think about Russia. Well, he's not going to give Russia's insight into American business. He's going to give the Russians' 
banking Rothschild view of what's going on business-wise and so forth, see? Anyway, he, he talks about the investment climate in Russia that, quote, has changed in regard how Russian and American businessmen look for ways to kind of circumvent the sanctions, which is actually kind of good. But see, to circumvent these these sanctions means as long as we get to circumvent these sanctions, for uh, circumvent the uh, sanctions, uh, as long as we, the central banks, fiat banks, get to ride along, right? So what is up? Hap what's going on? Uh, you're going to have to read that article. I'll put it in the chat room. I'll put it in the uh, Waterman Files uh, updates when I put them in there. I'm going to start putting a lot of the uh, links into the archives now. I I don't know why I never did, but I didn't. It's really important for us to all uh, do that. Now I'm going to switch gears completely. <laughs> Just for fun. On October the 8th, a giant eight-foot skeleton was uncovered in Ecuador. Now, this has been sent uh, out for testing. This is at ancient-origins.net. Uh, They're okay. And uh, uh, this was uh, um, uh, being sent out uh, and uncovered, by the way, and Peruvian Amazon, and they're undergoing examination in Germany. Hopefully, we'll get a good answer, or a true one. According to the research team, and this research team was headed by a, a British anthropologist by the name of Russell Dement, and uh, says these remains prove that a race of tall people existed hundreds of years ago deep in the Amazon forest. It's interesting that he already knows how long ago it happened. <laughs> uh, anyway, according to some uh, news outlets that are more local to that region, the, they said that there's been dozens of human skeletons dating to early 1400s and the early 1500s, and that they have been between seven and eight foot tall. As we begin to examine a eight-foot figure historically, we've got to remember something. Many, many uh, years ago, uh, we basically did not see large Western Europeans. And it was because of of, uh, of nutrition. They didn't, they, you know, during the days of famine, the people did just didn't grow well. They didn't develop. They weren't large. Uh, with the advent prior to the fat problem in America with all the GMOs, uh, we began to produce in America larger and larger people. And they often called it the, the uh, Nebraska football players were corn-fed, so to speak. Uh, hate to think of it because that's all GMO, but they were big boys. And uh, those that were fed well, um, generally speaking, uh, in the past in a more tribal 
uh, nature, like Vikings that cooperated in making sure they did have enough food, uh, they also grew, but <clears throat> some of these more Western cultures and civilizations that weren't as aggressive, uh, they weren't so easily uh, able to come by food. And so they grew small. In fact, it's well known that in Great Britain, particularly the English in England, there is uh, the mineral deficiency has caused a, 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 a dental development problem. And a lot of that, of course, then ends up being a genetic propensity for no, not very good dental work. And uh, how did I get to dental work from where I was going? I have no idea, except to say that these, these giants <clears throat> would be eight foot tall during a period of time when the Adamic man wasn't very big. Five foot six, eight, that'd be kind of tall. Okay, are you following what I'm saying now? So eight foot was like huge. <clears throat> and uh, that would kind of give you the gravity. Uh, hey, have, if you've been in sports, you would, <laughs> you would know that even six inches can make a big difference on how tall somebody is and what they can do to you. But anyway, there's been some other uh, information here on this article, and I think you guys might enjoy reading it, so I'll put, uh, I'll put that link in there. And now, away from that, back into what I really want to start covering tonight, okay? And uh, guess what it might be? Are you going to be surprised? Are you surprised what it might be? Usually not. <laughs> We're going to cover something that I just got that I haven't really had a lot of time to um, go over, but enough for us to do a web bot, a brand new one. This one happens to be entitled Weights and Measures. It's the October Alta Asymmetric Linguistic Trend Analysis. This happens to be the more comprehensive and uh, you're going to get the first crack at it here on the ground crew private broadcast okay you get to hear the new stuff first tonight and it starts off for uh, well let's get the groundwork laid out the asymmetric linguistic trend analysis also called ALTA which is a type of well, what we call WebBot report, is a very comprehensive from, from immediate to way out there long-term stuff. So we're doing lots of time, but most of this stuff is so crunched up with events in the near future that what used to be kind of spread into immediate and short and long-term is all piled up into real soon. But that doesn't mean that it's all real soon, because this report goes from this month, October 2015, clear out through 2000 and, and to a time that I can't even comprehend that will even be around, 2032. You know, now that's only 17 years from now, but I just... 
you know, can't imagine what it's going to be like in 17. It's just like, oh, boy, <laughs> we'll either be, you know, nearly dead or we'll have gotten rid of the morons or somehow overcome stupidity. You know, I, you know, what can you say about it? it it's just really kind of hard to figure out where we'll be, what's going to happen. But we definitely are entering an ice age. Okay, I mean, that's that. it's that important to know this. Okay, so we're going to go into the first category, which is Terra. This category has to do with Earth-related information. And the Terra entity uh, has some things going on in it. And primarily the thing that's been the main theme constantly within Terra has to do with a theory that Many people subscribe to, and so does Cliff High, which really might be actually pretty accurate, and that's the expansion theory. The expansion theory means that the Earth is an expanding, uh, an expansion periodically. In other words, it kind of takes a break, and then it expands, and then it takes a break, and then it expands. And what do I mean by that? It grows bigger around. That's what it means. It gets bigger around. And uh, and so as it begins to kind of grow, there's cracks in the earth. There are sinkholes forming. And in the Bible, if you want some support biblically for something like this, we have a passage in the Bible talking about, in the days of Peleg, the continents drifted apart and pulled apart, blah, blah, blah. Okay? That would be just exactly what would happen in an expansion model for the earth. And that might uh, guess what? Tonight I'm going to kind of cruise through this very not try and get through it all cuz there's no way. It's it's several pages, okay? I mean, we're talking tons and tons of of information tonight. Besides, I haven't gotten through all all of it. Uh one page takes up several minutes and we've got about you know, several pages, gobs of pages, double digits. So I will be sipping on my supreme bean from my coffee maker and uh, enjoying Resurrection Blend. Well, I don't know if it's actually Resurrection Blend, but it's going to resurrect me. (laughs) All right, so you'll have to bear with me while I take a sip here and there. Anyway... It says about this theory or effect that it's going to get more active. Now, that's just a wonderful thing. Why? What happens? Well, it's telling you in the WebBot report what happens, but just common sense will tell you, hey, if the Earth starts expanding, guess what happens? Well, what's predicted? Let's talk about that. There's data supporting the idea that he's is his favorite terminology that uh, shows there is going to be intensive intensive levels or intense levels of electrical energy that are going to be used to alter the outcome of expansion earth expansion effects now what does that put your mind into okay let me say this again there apparently 
in the, in the, in the data is information saying that intense levels of energy are going to be used to alter what is really should be the outcome of these predicted Earth expansion events. So what do you think that means? Does it mean it's making them bigger? No, actually, folks, when you are an underground hobbit for protection and you are in a dumb, you know, that's the deep underground military base, what do you think they would rather have? Expansion or no expansion? Well, predicted in the last web bot report was that the, you know, the, uh, well, they call it uh, uh, these uh, civilizations that are beyond our, you know, level, okay, uh, have this existence under our planet or in it, and that, golly, they're going to so to speak, have a problem with this expansion stuff. And it's going to cause them a food supply problem, and they will eventually be making contact with us landlubbers on top. That, that's, that's, so if you can imagine the, the, those high-tech people, if they are high-tech, having problems, can you imagine who might be in charge of some electricity or other types of, well, you know where your mind goes, intense Tesla technology to do something to stop the effect of expansion. Because if we don't, we're going to lose our food, we're, our bunker is going to fall in and all that kind of stuff, right? Now, these are new data sets, and they're indicating a... Uh, uh, a whole bunch of other uh, things in that category, but also added to this are some new things. Uh, one of them is there's going to be some very interesting visual phenomena, but along with the visual isn't just visual, but audio. And these are going to be affecting minds, and our senses over the next few years. You know, the other day, what were we talking about on the Truth Traveler? What were we talking about when we were talking about technology affecting our mental or this thing called dissidence of the mental state, this this disconnect, this uh, interruption of of what we're trying to... to uh, grab uh, and make sense of, and uh, then all of a sudden somebody's playing with our mental uh, capacity to deal with reality. And they're doing it with high-tech stuff. Are you guys hearing the beeps? Are you really? You guys hearing beeps? Hmm. Uh, I think the Internet is starting to get monkey. Yeah, that's for sure. Man, that's for sure. Sorry about this, guys. Uh we have been trying to communicate today with other like-minded people, uh, Aaron um, and I, uh, Chip Tatum, uh, and you go. The list goes on, and it's been so bizarre. There, there's something potentially on the way, probably. Let's continue. So. 
there's going to be some technology probably applied to the planet to try and settle it down. Because we have all of our our next lives all built and ready to go, and we don't want that to be interfered with. Or that's one possibility. Or, or possibility two is that a whole different civilization that resides underground that has nothing to do with our military deep underground bunkers are saying we've got to alter these catastrophic expansion events uh, or we're going to be we're going to get killed so that might be the possibility but there is going to be these used to alter the outcome of this expansion problem so uh, that alone, along with these mind-altering uh, phenomena, uh, again, we see extensions. Are, uh, by, by the way, uh, along with all this, there's going to be some extinctions that rise into the collective consciousness of people as we see spectacular groups of people dying. And by the way, guess what? Okay, am I still on? <laughs> the lights just went out. I think the reason I'm still on is because I'm on a battery. <laughs> I've got the backup stuff, okay? Thanks, guys. What happened? Did you power, see? The power just dimmed down. In the whole it's, yeah, well, it went out. Okay. It's back on. Okay, yeah, I see that. Well... We'll be still here. That goes to show you prepping for broadcast is is working as we continue to talk to you after the lights go out, you know. Okay, it worked. So we're okay. So in the meantime, guys, uh, there is a great deal of other spectacular uh, events coming in something that's very interesting called group dying. And extinction, men, uh, in the, the conscious uh, idea of extinctions begin to rise in people as we see spectacular group dying events. Isn't that bizarre? Now, these also include, along with these, and extinctions and so forth, are jumping lands and radiations from space and chemical pollutions of global proportions. Global proportions of chemical pollutions. Or, you know, anything polluting. <laughs> Have you guys seen the article posted up that was found about what's going on in St. Louis? Mm, boy, that's good stuff. Ah. Uh. Well, there, I swallowed my coffee. The, uh, the, global, the, the global problem of all of this, meaning radiations, chemical pollutions in a big way, might be a problem in the St. Louis area near their airport. And that is, by the way, a very highly used airport in St. Louis. Next to the regular airport is a very highly used airport for military contractors to build aircraft. I think it's McDonnell Douglas. Near that airport is an underground fire that has been going, I think, 
for since 2013. I think that's what it, what it how long it's been going. And now it's only a thousand feet from a radioactive. Guess what? Dump. A radioactive dump is a thousand feet from a burning underground moldering uh, wasteland of stuff, and they can't get the burning stopped. So they're saying that there could be some big stuff getting ready to happen. Ugh. Now, imagine a little shakeup on the Mississippi Valley. That's where, you know, of course, St. Louis sits, right? And maybe something down there around the boot hill of Missouri called New Madrid just decides to kind of give it half a, half a wiggle of what it did, but just half the wiggle, half the shake, half the earthquake that it had before. It doesn't ring the bell in Boston, but it still makes uh, it ring the bell in Indiana. It still makes the bell ring in <laughs> Colorado, and of course it's going to ring the bells big time in St. Louis, which also may cause a problem with this. Now, what they're predicting is horrid. <clears throat> We're not talking about an explosion. That's not that. That would be an explosion would come and go; would be over. This has to do with deadly plumes of smoke going into the air as if you've got a bomb going off on a constant basis. Even worse than Fukushima, or like Fukushima, I should say, not worse, I mean, that's pretty bad. Where it goes into the air, travel across, you know, Illinois, Ohio, in that, rare, that direction. Now, as we begin to see predicted extinctions, jumping lands, radiations from space, chemical pollutions, that becomes kind of a concerning uh, issue in the news that we've just seen pop up. In fact, it just popped up. I don't know how long that news has been around, but it just popped up to me. I think it was on a link from Rents or something. I, I really, folks, I, I don't really remember where I where it uh, where it is. You could probably put in St. Louis um, radiation dump or something like that, and probably get it. Okay, continuing in the Earth category are a lot is some more data calling for flooding at very intense levels. Now, these are for short periods, okay, meaning there's going to be a flood, it's going to be intense, and then it's going to stop. The, the damage, though, will t the, the, the you know, recovery period is going to be lengthy, extremely lengthy because of the intensity. But there's some more coming. In fact, worse than what happened in the Carolinas. They, it, it says that uh, in these in the data that this information is is very broad, it's very deep, and has a great variance of geographic locations and references. So, what we're talking about here isn't that it's going to be just you know one side like it's from the ocean or 
or it's just a Chicago problem or something like that. It's global in nature, apparently, meaning the North American continent gets to equally share in this flooding. And it says many of the much of the data for these floods, uh, they're including new words that have a fair amount of impact when we see those kinds of words used in the data because they've rated the value and intensity based on what kind of words are used. And so because of the forms of the words, we know that the violence is going to be up. Uh, and these might be flash floods or regular floods. And it says that they're going to be so violent, they'll be equivalent to tornadoes in the water, eating its way through urban landscapes. Tornadoes in water. Man. Now, imagine having South Carolina flooding and then putting some aspect of a very destructive tornado only in a water form, ripping right through urban, which means, you know, high population areas. So as it was saying that we're really, we're really headed for uh, more trouble, big stuff. Now, some of this newer uh, data, and it's kind of minor supporting data at that, uh, talks, uh, uh, has some kind of association going between geoengineering, like, you know, climate engineering, maybe even chemtrails, and, and finally, these new storm monsters. It's not a big connection, but apparently now there is for the first time that I've seen uh, some connections, not with CERN, which we already saw in the data, but with chemtrails and these big storm monsters. Now, it says this is going to gain some traction among the populace, and there's going to be uh, several instances of these huge mega floods eating up urban areas. There's going to be several Hey, Merry Christmas. Can you imagine? Anyway, uh, they'll be discussing all these correlations between these storms, uh, harp, uh, chemtrails and stuff. And usually he says that this type of language already that exists in abundance in, our, in, in, in a great deal on the Internet uh, is indicating that the next few occurrences actually are going to propel the idea of crossing over into the chasm. Now, what he says here also is this is going to be a transition. It has very deep reaching consequences. It has very long-term uh, values associated with it, meaning this. This kind of behavior of weather, of very destructive weather, is going to be with us for a long time. Now, we're beginning to see the picture. You won't hardly believe how long. Five generations. 
what it's saying. You know, that's a long time. Five generations of people. There will be generations that don't even know what it's like not to have, you know, good weather. It's kind of like today. There are generations that haven't, are beginning to mature into adulthood that have no concept of what it's like to live in America free of homeland security. This is going to be different. Well, anyway, there's some more data beginning to pile up in the reports, and it's labeling the first quarter of next year of both in the North and Southern Hemisphere as a time of new climate bites. <laughs> climate bites. I wonder what a climate bite is, you know? What's a climate bite? Anyway, this new climate language is uh, uh, the label that's coming from the data. And that this new climate uh, mainly means we're going to have this ice age of extreme cold weather hit, and that's the bite. So, folks, we've been seeing this, uh, this predicted, this new ice age predicted. And the data sets are also including a, a large level of support for the planet expanding more rapidly, you know, in this expansion mode than it ever has before in recent years, which now means this is going to be more regular. And somebody isn't interested in that happening, and so we, it's when they begin to try to do something with energy. This is going to be real interesting. You know, if I had the extra cash, I'd be getting me one of those optoelectronic scouts or one of those instruments, the fanciest one I could afford. If I was rich, I'd get the biggest, best one, you know. And I'd be trying to set it up and have it sitting there all the time and looking at, you know, it can be set on an audio alert and then beep, 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 beep. You know, here comes the frequencies or that energy that they're talking about. Then you wouldn't be chasing tornadoes anymore, folks. <clears throat> you could get it in your car and head off for the wild blue yonder and chase down what the heck's happening and where these energies that might be what's in the WebBot report, where they're coming from. Now, talk about bizarre tornado chasing. You could be chasing water tornadoes. Now, I'm not trying to be funny here at all. I'm just saying I can just see the, the real uh, investigative uh, alternative crowd going after it if they had the wherewithal. I could, I could actually see that. Oh, just anyway. Anyway, it says there's also going to be some, uh, some data sets have been pulled up talking about more plant species going into extinction. Folks, this is the time we start getting our heirloom uh, tomatoes or heirloom uh, strawberries, blueberries, or seed, you know, what we need to make sure we have what we want for food, for food. Now, it says, fortunately for humanity, these food crops, uh, which are going bad, <laughs> are predicted in the web bot to be primarily GMO. 
it's all it's almost like mother nature doesn't like gmo you know and, and is cleaning their clock you know sometimes there is good good news in the webbots i think that's good news now you know monsanto's probably cussing but hey but on top of that though however some of the unique plants and crops uh, that we have uh, are going to be threatened now here's what's kind of scary you know, I was talking about coffee tonight, right? There are a number of data sets saying that coffee and, ex and chocolate are going to be exposed and go extinct. Whew. Which one are you? Are you the chocolate or the coffee person? Usually you're one or the other. <laughs> sometimes, you're, sometimes you're even both. So do you know what that means? You want to meet somebody in a location and tell them, get those beans saved, bud. You know, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I've often wondered how freeze-drying a seed would respond to trying to, re, to be uh, germinated or, you know, grow plant. Yeah. <sighs> What this means is that we're going to lose the, you know, the cocoa bean, the chocolate. We're going to be losing the coffee bean. And, oh my gosh, there will be no more resurrection blend. What are we going to do now? <laughs> well, geez. So anyway, uh, I think the reason probably why these have been put in the WebBot report is there's probably tons of plants, but, you know, there is a particular affinity uh, to coffee and chocolate because of its addictiveness. Really, they are addictive, not in the way that, you know, heroin is. Well, maybe for some chocoholics there are, <laughs> or coffeeholics, but, but, that's probably why they become uh, um, a discussion that the WebBot picks up, okay? And now, this is also, and, and it looks like we've got some information about why it's going to occur. It says here that there are extensive crosslinks from this topic over to solar change uh, data and Formerly, that was also called sun disease. So, you know what? Maybe it's time that we kind of get ready to grow our own coffee and grow our own chocolate stuff. If it's the sun that's going to do it in. Or, you know, build a hoop house that will protect them, maybe. Well, anyway, that's what's being predicted. So, let me take a little sip here on that note. That's like saying that uh, there's never going to be any more of the your favorite music or, or person or whatever that might be. Maybe you're a Dean Martin lover and there's just going to go extinct. <laughs> there's no more music at all. Or maybe you're a rap person. Well, I could I actually hope that happens. I hope it goes extinct. Sorry if you like it. All right. Continuing past the sun disease being connected to all that, uh, we're going to talk about this thing now called the Ice Age. Now, the data continues to grow. 
which means it supports this uh, topic. But what's interesting in the data that's coming to support this event is, con is some conditions and things that are modifying the information or changing or giving us more information and revelation that it is man-made. The climate is being man-made. Now, let's kind of talk real quickly that the man-made part here about our Ice Age have nothing to do with cars, cows, that kind of thing. Because that doesn't create Ice Ages. And in fact, it's not mankind and it is pollution that's creating any kind of climate thing. Uh, you and I know that it probably has a lot to do to uh, has a lot to do with uh, um, uh, you know this technology, the advanced stuff. So the data is referencing chemtrails, geoengineering, that kind of technology that I just mentioned. Uh, you know, via the airplanes and all that modification of our atmosphere, and uh, that that is showing up as some kind of a reason or exposure for uh, the problem. Now, here's something else. Related to all of this, as this gets worse, do you think this is going to be a table topic? Yeah, I think it's going to be a dinner table topic eventually, if it gets this bad. And the fact that there's geoengineering going on on purpose with technology means that it could end up being a normal, everyday discussion by people. And people don't believe. It's really, they don't. And my, most, most often, uh, they want to sound intelligent, so they just, you know, give those tripe expressions that they hear on the news. Well, though, you know, that we're being programmed, so you, that's not, that's just trash. But these modifications that are occurring by geoengineering with high technology are going to become a table topic and there is going to be some exposure of complicity by some governmental entity that is involved in our weather modification. And so it says there's going to be some problems, I guess we could say events occurring Related to that, under the words, with the words involved as murders, suicides, and it's going to make a swath of uh, activity occur in officialdom, mostly within the Washington, D.C. area with this kind of language and topic. And so this data is showing that the public rejection of these uh, appeals to support this idea will cause an instant reaction. And guess what happens? Apparently the funding stops and the funding programs are going to be made public in order to gain further financing for it, they will be made public. In other words, they think they can control the media to say, well, okay, we've been doing it, but we got to continue to do it for these reasons. 
but it is going to cause a lot of murders to occur in Washington, D.C. area, apparently. You know what? <laughs> you know, I, if I were writing this as a, um, as a fiction, I, I couldn't even come up with this stuff. And yet, this stuff starts happening, and you get these bone-chilling, uh, uh, creepy feelings about how bad it could, you know, that this, you know, knowing what you know has already happened, like, you know, the flooding in the Carolinas, it said the East Coast was going to have it. Now it's saying it's going to be more. It's going to be even worse. And then you begin to see all this weather stuff that's showing up. Uh, weather's easy, pretty. Weather, I think, is easy for us to to validate because they're not saying who's causing the flooding or what's causing the flood. It's pretty objective stuff most of the time. I mean, we have had uh, guys that uh, you know weather patterns that couldn't and shouldn't have been there because he knew there was something causing changes, and he quit the weather service and media. His name was Scott something. Do you remember his name, guys? I can't remember his name. Scott something. Anyway, um, uh, he uh, quit, and uh, he began to talk about all these things that we're, we're talking about, where the data is showing manipulation of our weather. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, if it rains hard, they say it rained hard. You know, if we have a tornado, it says we had a tornado. That's what I'm saying. So it usually hits the news is what I'm getting at. So it's real good. It's real easy to follow the weather predictions in the web bot and find out if it's happened as opposed to finding out if something bizarre in the bank word. You see what I mean? Because that's kind of harder to to track down. Uh, they can bury the that kind of stuff pretty quickly, you know. Because uh, it's not like uh, you know they're throwing money out the window in front of people. <laughs> okay, continuing here. I'm I'm also reading your comments in in the chat and people that are here live. A couple of them, three of them. Actually, no, ten million. Have been commenting about the 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 quality of our chat and the sound. So and the beeping, there's something going on. <laughs> so, are you guys getting me clear, or am I breaking up? Can you still hear me? Okay. Um, hopefully, we can get this recorded and and up for people to listen to. Okay. Good. 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 You know, the venue here at Talk Show is extremely small compared to, you know, whatever it is. I have no clue what is going on. Um, uh, you know, when we get on Genesis tonight, we'll be on 11 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on with Ernie <laughs> in the chat room. And uh, I, have, I have no clue how many are on listening. I do know that when we're on, uh, on uh, All News Network... Uh, <clears throat> All News Network has uh, got a, a count there, and the last live show I didn't make it last time. You heard it rebroadcast because I was stuck uh, on a trip and couldn't get back in time. Uh, you know, there was maybe twenty-two, twenty-three thousand live listeners. 
So I have no clue how many are on here because I don't have an accurate count. But regardless, this is uh, this kind of stuff. Um, when we're in our private broadcast here, it's fairly civil, folks. And if you're really wanting to participate in more of a relationship in the community among like-minded people, you'd want to get on Unseen. That's U-N-S-E-E-N dot I-S. And if you get a free account at Unseen dot I-S, you can send a request to Ground Crew. That's me. I'm Ground Crew at Unseen.is. If you need to have help getting signed up, write to me an email at groundcrew.unseen.is. We'll get you in, and we'll put you in our little chat, in our little private little window. And I don't know, we're not always there at the same time, but uh, some are cloaked and sitting there listening. Some are very active. I don't know. There's probably, I don't know, what is there, guys, a list of 50 people in there maybe. I don't know how many is in there. But anyway, continue, let's continue. But I'm just inviting you to participate in our, in our more uh, closely held uh, broadcast here at the Waterman Files on Wednesday nights. Okay, get, getting back to this, um, we were saying that uh, apparently there's going to be some funding uh, ceasing for the chemtrails. Look, folks, if this has been a two-decade, maybe even a three-decade now, we're at least close to it, going into three decades, uh, of activity that has been clandestinely uh, budgeted for and continues to go on, uh, and we've never yet heard exactly why, would we even believe them when they told us now? would You know, since we've kind of like caught them spray-handed, uh, why would we even want to believe what they did tell us if they didn't tell us to start with? They're not going to tell us probably the truth. But, you know, that's why I think some of the reasons it's popping up in the report that we press so hard that they get unfunded. But if it's that important, they are going to have a hell of a time convincing us if they are telling us the truth and they say, look, humanity's at risk here if we don't do this. We're going to have a hard time believing them because guess what? They've lied to us so much, we can't believe them anymore. So can you imagine when the death of humanity is at stake and funding for that is, you know, what this fight's going to look like? But anyway, in addition to the chemtrail component of this Ice Age uh, thing in the data, uh, it looks like there's going to be both Terra entities and space goat farts uh, things uh, related in this getting related in the climate alterations. So uh, the space god farts is bizarre, everything from UFOs to, you know, uh, advanced civilizations and so forth. Uh, and the terror, of course, is the Earth stuff. Well, anyway, uh, there are some other things with these connections, though, between these two categories. Though they're, they're not they are specific that are specifically not related to weather uh, that is even shorter 
coming even sooner than this climate connection of these two things. Are you following what I'm saying? So kind of on this agenda, this uh, schedule of uh, things, there's these two categories, Earth and Space Guard farts, coming together for something soon that is not related to weather. And here's what it looks like it's covering or what it's about. There's this growth of these two, and it includes not just strange snow, okay, but ice storms near tropical regions that will actually be felt by the local communities, and it's going to be extremely devastating. Previously, we had some reports that hail was going to be so large that if you got hit, it would kill you. Now, if it's hail that big, your stick-built house with asphalt shingles is not going to save you. Anyway, the ice storms are suggested uh, from these things near these communities. You know, so we're not talking about the Antarctic. There's no crops there. We're talking about maybe Canadian, uh, Siberian, maybe that kind of stuff, uh, where it's suggesting a widespread crop and property damage where these ice storms lead to uh, their own severe flooding episodes. And uh, in some cases, it says the ice is going to take this pileup of ice that comes are going to take months to melt. This is the kind of ice storm we're talking about. We're not talking about a thin one-inch, thin two-inch, you know, hailstorm. We're talking about a huge ice event. So, it says here that the data would have a near-tropical environment. Uh, did I say, I didn't mean, let me back up here. The ice storms are going to be near tropical regions, not Antarctic, not North Pole, okay? There is no crops there. This is going to be ice storms in tropical areas. <laughs> if I said it wrong, I'm sorry. Maybe I thought I said it wrong and I said it right. Oh, okay. I, I, there must be shooting a frequency. I'm going brain dead here. Let me back up. The data says that it's going to be near a tropical environment, and it's going to actually be receiving tons and tons of ice in one day. Now, what it means by tons of ice, I don't know if that's per square foot, uh, you know, but apparently tons of water and ice are in water in the form of ice that turns the water overnight will flood these areas, and the result will be devastating so devastating that it affects the areas for centuries. Now we're we're talking about we're talking about extinction level stuff here. It sounds like to me. We're not talking about just surviving an ice event. <laughs> we're talking about the clobbering of the planet by ice and water. It says other forms of strange ice and snow will include a new persistent glaciation 
that's going to become visible in 2016 where these new glaciers will be the cause for a lot of excitement and wonder for a brief period of time. And in other words, we're going to go, ooh, 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 you know, well, look at that. Then it's kind of like sitting there looking at something on the ground. You don't know what it is. You're going, ooh, ooh, ooh. and all of a sudden in about five minutes, it grows up to be about an eight-foot giant with a big club, and you go, uh-oh. And they should have left five minutes earlier, right? Well, anyway, for a brief period of t of time before they uh, start to attract further strange weather that builds up, um, there's going to be some new cold spots appear on the planet, like a new North Pole somewhere else. It says here, in one instance, it will appear that a deviant iceberg will be discovered like in the Atlantic Ocean and is actually a sea surface glacier in the process of forming <laughs> due to extreme cold. What's a sea surface glacier? Do you know what that is? Let me explain what a sea surface nature, uh, glacier is. It's not the kind of glacier that comes from one of the poles and breaks loose and starts berging its way down. You know, the iceberg bergs, starts moving its way down uh, on the currents or toward the equator. That's not the kind of iceberg. It'll be out there in the middle of the Atlantic all by its lonesome in the water, and then all of a sudden there's such a freezing cold that appears in the ocean that it's in itself, even though it's salt water, keep that in mind, that the salt water freezes in a huge way. We're not talking about a coating. We're talking about solid to the extent that it creates an iceberg. So let's kind of Let's picture a, a bizarre event, a blast of cold from space shot down maybe over a two-mile square area or a mile square area. Bam, it hits the ocean in the Atlantic. I mean, we're talking 200 below zero or something, okay? It hits the ocean and it just goes... Just like some of these superheroes freeze things up, and then all of a sudden this glacier begins to rise because, you know, ice floats. And as it rises, more freezes and rises and freezes, and then all of a sudden you have this humongous iceberg floating out there in the ocean. That is a, that's the uh, kind of iceberg that you would see coming from the sea, not from the Arctic. It's a sea surface glacier. And uh, while it's in the process of forming, and that's because of this extreme cold, odd cold, um, solar and atmospheric conditions will, of this kind of nature that caused it, will continue for months on end. So there's some kind of form of strange flooding then uh, also being predicted for North America as weather as winter begins to settle in there's going to be some nasty cold and flooding 
uh, and it says, not only are we to receive rain-induced floods, but persistent ice slush from ocean storms. And they're going to bring some frosty flooding again to the east coast of the United States, and it's being described as crushing buildings while shoving other buildings off their foundations due to the weight of the ice, the ocean ice, and the ice being formed from the foam of the ocean. I don't know how more specific you can get. Whew. That's bizarre stuff. Incredible stuff, isn't it? So, folks, uh, if you're on the East Coast and you've already been through one flood event, brace yourselves. There's going to be more. I'm about 10 minutes after the hour here at the Waterman Files, and I am going to take a break. And you stand by. We'll be back for more of the WebBot report, actually the asymmetric linguistic trend analysis for October 2015. And uh, I want you to just hang in there because we'll be right back, okay? We'll be right back.
I am the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. Welcome to the Waterman Files. This is Dr. John Waterman coming to you from deep inside the ice castle. You're listening to the WebBot Report here on October the 14th in our private ground crew broadcast location, and I'm glad you're here. I had to go warm up. Even talking about it made me cold, huh? Some of you are right at home. You must have Viking blood in you or something, right? <laughs> All right, let's continue what we've been talking about here. More forms of strange flooding. Hmm, is uh, going to happen. That's what we were just talking about, crushing buildings, shoving them off their foundations. But there's still some more growth in something called the tunnel problems. Tunnel problem data. Remember we had that deal where they were drilling down and or were mining or something and they end up running into a hole where they had drilled from the other side? Well, these are now being uh, further filled with uh, new uh, information coming from uh, more data about this deep tunnel being stretched in some kind of observable way. In other words, a tunnel is going to be observed, and it cross-links over to bridges being in trouble. So, And that also shows not only dams will be stretched and broken, but also bridges. So we're talking about, we're not talking about your low water bridge, probably. We're not talking about that one that's at, at uh, Sam's Creek down the street from you, from that uh, little small creek that's about 10 foot wide at the very most. 
probably something more significant that makes it so that we get noticed. It gets noticed, and it breaks. Anyway, the data uh, that's being uh, referred to it talks about some kind of form of loud pops that's going to be heard as the earth begins to break this bridge or spread the bridge apart. And that would be, you know, like that could be, can you imagine, let's say, let's put it this way. What bridges in the world have these huge cables stretching across them? Think about that. Which ones? Yep, the Golden Gate Bridge and many other suspension bridges. Now, it says here, imagine the loud popping sounds that would occur if the cables and rivets start to pop and the cables begin to uh, pop loose or shear apart because of the change. Or imagine the sound of a huge bridge crumbling down into a big canyon. It'd be huge, wouldn't it? The sound would go a long ways. Anyway, that's in this data. Folks, as we begin to, to talk about this kind of stuff, it just sends shivers up my spine to think about the earth changing so much. It's just incredible. I don't know about you, but that's that's pretty pretty bad stuff. Anyway, it says other great adventures seemingly planned by Earth for humans are more sinkholes. And we had a sinkhole show up in the, the Carolinas. Remember that uh, damage that uh, brought some more sinkholes? Now, there's going to be one termed explosive sinkhole. Or actually, it includes more than one sinkhole. So, uh, there's going to be some bizarre stuff related to sinkholes, uh, where sinkholes are, allow water to uh, contact some kind of really hot stuff deep in the hole which results in a steam explosion. By the way, do you know one of the most powerful, unstoppable uh, explosions that can happen is water turning to steam in an explosive nature? Uh, see, the most condensed form of H2O, one of the most basic molecule structures, is in its fluid form, and you cannot compress Water. You cannot compress water with steel, titanium, or any known metal. In fact, it will break the metal. You can't compress it. But if you change the temperature of that water as it's pressed on, and let's say you've got it in uh, a steel trap, okay? It's surrounded by plates of titanium and steel. If you heat it up, it's going to turn to steam. It cannot be stopped. It will expand. If it freezes, it's not shrinking. Remember, it expands. Remember, it breaks water pipes. 
Anyway, the resulting steam explosions uh, are being described in the data as causing or damaging uh, the infrastructure. And this happens to occur not just in America, but on several continents. And it says that the most interesting sinkhole from a woo-woo perspective <laughs> is one that occurs in Alaska and shows something inside the earth. Very bizarre, huh? Whew. Now we might get into something here, uh, continuing uh, some of this kind of bizarre stuff where it says there is some more immediate uh, problems on the way that are showing that in the middle of the continents in northern hemisphere, and this means uh, America as well as Eurasia, okay, like uh, Caucasus in the steppes uh, there in the Caucasus Mountains, where we get the word Caucasian. Anyway, these, the data is going to, uh, it's referring to a band of freezing in the continents. And the descriptors are showing the middle of the continent uh, getting sustained polar vortex conditions that bring about both hard ground freezes that literally disable rail lines and local communications. And a large-scale tree or forest is damaged, clear down into the tap roots, tap roots, and of course then that causes it to, quote, it says here, tap roots succumb to cold. That's what was in the web on. Oh. That's that's bone chilling cold, folks. Wow, <clears throat> are we still live? <laughs> okay, there are some more problems uh, that show up in the number of pipeline ruptures. It says here, uh, pipelines freeze up, and uh, it's uh, due to uh, the Earth expansion. And uh, this raises and lowers these pipelines that are stretching across the United States. In particular, the crossroads for the gas lines in this world uh, called America happen to be in Drumright, Oklahoma, a little spot, spit of a little one blinking light town where the crossroads of pipes for the oil industry occurs. And it says here, the lands underneath them will be such that pipes will break, even very large pipes. And then other issues will come from this extreme cold, and that's in certain parts of the planet over winter. And the cold is described as deep, that it freezes electronics within the pumping stations. Now let me tell you about electronics. Folks, most of the time, electronics do much better. Chips do better. All that stuff does better when it's cold because of the heat causing it to slow down. But if you freeze, like have a, a computer that's froze or in cold, and that's what they do with these supercomputers, 
they put it in to freezing states, very, very cold states, and it works faster. But if you have electronic gateways that are actually moving things, the pumps, it says, will stop. So the data says that these frozen gears and frozen clogged pipes are more of a problem than the actual broken pipe or the leaking of the pipe. So just the controls that are used to move this stuff around are literally going to get uh, hit. <clears throat> yeah, drum ride in Cushing, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, long stories there. We can go on for a long time. Um, anyway, it says here that the Earth uh, category uh, begins to have some crosslinks, and we're going to go uh, through a, uh, the end of this category, just the Earth category, we're still in it. But because I, I want, we're going to finish it out, and we're going to move into the. I'm going to skip the global population and go right straight to the USA population. Okay. But anyway, the Terra uh, category has a, uh, these huge crosslinks over to the global population related to diaspora. That means migration. And this seems to be originating uh, from the climate in Europe. And it's going to be so harsh, it will start a pushback for the refugees once the political, sta uh, the political stabilizes in their near-tropic homelands, it says these counterwaves for refugees are showing as starting small but gaining momentum very rapidly as climate conditions deteriorate in Europe. I thought Europe decided to send, you know, like a quarter million of them home or more. There's some huge amount. Anyway, the data uh, is talking about late winter in the northern hemisphere for 2015-16, this winter. And uh, it says here, though, that some of this does not include England. And uh, that's where the data shows that for some reason, the emotional draw will continue to pull refugees toward the island as opposed to mainland Europe. And, and in spite of the brutal winter weather, the conditions that will have native English wandering about immigration uh, just due to to weather alone is going to occur. In other words, England's going to say, whoop, it's not hitting us. They're going to hit this way. That's what they're thinking. So there's cross-links over to the global population that show that weather will have a large impact on the dynamics of the refugee invading Europe thing. And uh, this is going to come across all of, sep all of December this year through to mid-2016. So weather and immigration, or weather and illegals, or weather and whatever you want to call those guys. Okay, we have about a half hour here, and we're going to talk about the USA population. You guys ready for this? <laughs> okay, here we go. Nah, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it. Okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. USA population category. There is something called new education sites, not schools, 
that are forming in the new long-term data in this category. And this has something to do with education on how to do stuff for kids who don't know how to read or do other stuff at freaking all. It's what it says. They don't know how to do stuff at all. And that's in the data. It actually says this. This is a quote from the data that was pulled. Education on how to do stuff for kids who don't know how to read or do other stuff at freaking all. And the data then means that probably, in the late part, looks like anyway, that in the late part of 2019 or somewhere in there, as we already know, when we get out there further, it gets kind of, you know, sketchy, that there will be a number of these new shop schools, so to speak, that are going to appear in the United States with the intent to graduate uh, uh, as many numbers of skilled builders in what's called old-school brick-and-mortar, as well as new electrics or electronic technology. Sounds like we're training people for the rebuilding of a destroyed infrastructure, or maybe, and you know, if that's the case, folks, that means the destruction, that's in 2019, that means the destruction is coming before that, <laughs> the United States has gained support uh, for a lot of data about free-range or gypsy, or not free-range chickens, okay, or gypsies and bandits, and that they will be joined to uh, miners or mining for gold and silver. That's going to be showing up, by the way, it says in the mainstream media and the alternative media like us, over the second half of 2016. So anyway, specific uh, uh, appellation, appellate, appellation, I can't say it, okay. Got two words now today. Anyway, uh it all depends on location in all cases of this thing called free range or gypsy miners. And uh, these miners will be someone going out after metals in more of a freelance fashion to extract it. And the data describes these freelance extractors as being involved in a number of incidents with authorities in several regions all over the United States. Get this. In late 2015, hey, it's October, and we're halfway through. So we got two and a half months for these freelance extractors to show their heads <laughs> and to get involved with, quote, the authorities. But anyway, it says the events, uh, the incidents are going to be broadly confrontational and involve words including the word rescue. So these individuals will be involved uh, and driven entirely by economic desperation. So, folks, it really looks like we're talking about groups of people seeking gold and silver in desperation. That kind of sounds like, to me, economic problems. 
Anyway, it says the dubious results showing up in mainstream media will be proximate trigger points for tens of thousands of freelance extractors going out prospecting. Man, we're going to have... So let's say we just had 10,000 instead of tens of thousands. Just 10,000. If you divide that by 50... How many does that put in each state? A gob of people, folks. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people in each state looking for I mean, by the hundreds. Anyway, dubious results in the mainstream media will be showing that there's tens of thousands of people doing this. Apparently, there's going to be some incidents uh, citing minor upon minor violence. So maybe these are the minors that we've been hearing uh, get in fights with each other. It says here in the United States that it won't only be a uh, here in this country. Uh, wait a minute. The USA will not be the only country, nor will it just be North America. And that won't just be, of course, us in this continent having freelance extractors. Uh, but it points to links of degrading and failing enforcement of mining regulations by governments over the next three years and that they fail to control mining uh, laws or something about that because of the problems with our economy. So anyway, uh, data is indicating that there is going to be a thriving weights and measures industry for buying and uh, aggregators of extracted resources. And that will be developing in 16 and continue on. 2016. Why? Because the money's no good, that's why. <clears throat> very, very interesting, huh? Well, guys, we are uh this this is a this is a, a a show that you need to make sure you download and listen to and I will make sure I edit it and make clean it up, you know, a little bit. So if there's any big gaps in it or whatever, they're not there. This is something that is something you're going to need to uh, listen to, okay? You're going to want to pass this information on. Okay? Well, anyway, a lot of the data is supporting uh, these freelance uh, extractors uh, to uh, be appearing early in the silver buyer market on the street stuff, okay? Uh, there's going to be a lot of people getting rid of silver to get things they need. And uh, that's going to be anticipating to start very soon. And many of the street workers uh, will head to the hills in search of uh, precious metals because it becomes that lucrative. Now, there's going to be others try for dangerous recoveries where they know there are, or at least suspected, caches of silver and gold. And uh, these are uh, predicted in the, in the data to uh, 
precipitate a number of instances of, of people needing to be rescued. And that's going to show up in the media, okay? Well, guess what? We have a geopolitical entity showing up in the data called the neocons. <laughs> well, okay, let's let's talk about neocon. Neocon slash Zionist slash Jew, okay? Neocon slash neoliberal. But anyway, uh, neocons get their just desserts because the data is suggesting that from early six, uh, 2016 through the rest of this bizarre election period that these neocons will be on the receiving end of beating and flying, well, can I quote it? They will be on the receiving end of flying shit thrown at them. Excrement, literally thrown at them. <laughs> now the power structures are gonna react in shock to this sudden death of the dollar occurring during this election period, folks, we're going to see the collapse, okay? <clears throat> anyway, a lot of the data is uh, forecasting a ramping up of language uh, specifically in February about uh, the problems with the political process, okay? The data is suggesting that many of the, quote, professional political people are going to quit. We've already had one quit. We've had the Speaker of the House quit. He, like, said, kiss it goodbye, buds. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, we're not going to do this. Well, that's what uh, it's saying here in the WebBall report, that uh, these professional people, uh, including, now, by the way, it doesn't just mean elected, but also appointed professionals <clears throat> will be resigning in what seems to be some kind of, what he says here, a strange kind of disease of public life. <laughs> Call it unhealthy to be a politician because the pitchforks and the rope and the torches are being lit, okay? Anyway, these episodes of of both, there are going to be, it says, episodes of, of uh, both beating and resignations. <laughs> so if they don't resign, they're going to take a beating. And this is going to peak in spring, uh, but it's already starting. Go read my last post at the Waterman Files. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, the data is also saying there's going to be a period starting early this fall. That's like immediate. Uh, and it's building very rapidly where we're going to see a wave of bankruptcies in the United States. And these kind of bankruptcies are corporations. Wow. And this is going to be right after and follow uh, on a wave of unemployment uh, announcements where they've announced, uh, you know, people quitting, uh, being gone, blah, 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 from their jobs. As soon as that's done, the corporations are going to go broke. We've already been told stuff like many uh, American media outlets are going to go broke and they're going to ask for 
uh, bailouts and they're not going to get it and the government's going to take it all take it over can you imagine hillary clinton being in charge of all the media my gosh <laughs> well the other option in the democratic party is to i mean let's slip a coin is it sanders is it clinton is it sanders like i said in my article you just got to go read it because i got to stay on track here okay Anyway, bankruptcies, corporate. The data includes that these are going to be uh, cross-linked over to your favorite thing that many people don't uh, understand, and that's derivatives. Derivatives, folks, is investment in gambling, period. Some people say the Currency is going to go up. Some people say it's going to go down. And then they call that bet on that on that speculation an asset. Well, anyway, in the markets entity, in other words, what happens when you don't pay your debt to the bookie? They come with ball bats. And the government in the real world, they do even more. Okay. They get vicious guns with badges in them after you. Anyway, in the markets category, hundreds of corporations are going to be this this fall. It's just amazing that it's this fall. Hundreds of corporations are going to go instantly bankrupt. So there's got to be something underway. Anyway, the data is showing the failure of inventories because of the supply chain. And this will begin occurring within days of some kind of lockup or contention between two large banks. So here's what you guys need to be in. Uh, your, this is a little bit harder to track than weather, like I was saying. Keep your eyes peeled between something happening between two very large banks. Uh, it's going to be friction between them, not happening to two banks at the same time that are buddies. But they fight. They're in a fight. As soon as you see that, there are going to be hundreds of corporate bankruptcies. And then prior to that, between seeing the bank problem and the corporate bankruptcies, is going to be huge waves of unemployment. Now, the trigger event, is, it says here, is showed as an unintended consequence of an automation collision. The effect is... A huge bank, uh, impact on the population as a wave of layoffs and firings in a very rapid, fierce, intense, short period of time. In other words, folks, uh, here's the deal. A fight between two banks, gobs of people being fired and laid off, and then the next thing that you see is corporations going broke. Let me ask you a question. How much of your stuff do you get through FedEx and Federal uh, Federal Express and UPS or UPS? What if they both went broke? Now, by the way, UPS is the government. It's It's a company. It's one of the companies. Okay? It's the government secret, <laughs> but it's like the Federal Reserve. It's financed by the government, so they can track stuff. Okay, 
So is Western Union and that kind of stuff. But anyway, back to this. The layoff wave is going to be so large, it's going to create ripples instantly within the political process where we're headed into elections in the United States. And some of the data is indicating that between one one day and the next, over a 40-hour period, just a 40-hour period, less, that's less than two days, millions of people are going to be laid off. <sighs> So that kind of explains that before the end of the year, what we might be facing and why things get really bad and why before the end of the year they go after gold and silver. Folks, let me tell you, if you've been prepping and you've got something and you you know that you have this and this and this, instead of piling up more of that, make sure you fill in your gaps where there's nothing at all. Now, where do I constantly now know about you guys trying to get your foodstuffs uh, up and, and going. There's two categories. Please do not neglect your health. You need to get into this, and that's because that's what I'm, uh, I see this as a doctor. There are a lot of things that are going to be happening, and you do not need more stress. So get yourself prepared in this world for your health to get better now, you've been probably doing food, but like my favorite thing that's ignored and neglected is your communications. Folks, you'll not know a damn thing if you don't. I'm sorry for saying it that way. Unless you can, com you're, you're not, you at least need to hear, but that's not even the most important thing. The, port, the most important thing is being able to communicate two ways. These are essential most people have not filled in this gap, and it's time to do it. And I'm under the gun. Even though as many hours as I'm on the air, I've got after this is finished in 10 minutes, I'll have two more hours tonight. Join us tonight at the Truth Traveler, and um, we'll be talking more. But you need to prepare in this category called communications. You need to get – it's just – Imperative. I've got to get out the frequencies that we're going to be uh, on, and I've got to get them done soon. In fact, if you guys want to help, I'll have somebody. I'll give some links for somebody that can type them up and put them in a document so we can get them out to everybody, okay? Well, anyway, continuing about these millions of people being laid off, there's going to be few, even more problems that will begin and that will ripple out from this event and then almost in an instant from this event, there will be various aspects of our social order or society break down. And it's going to morph into what it's called here as whole new shapes of problems as society collapses. In the instances within the data sets, we have a picture being painted here of people being abandoned at train stations, at airports, uh, college students left in college. Encampments are suggested as being taken over by some universities by the students 
who form tribes and they become they struggle as their parents fail to get them and rescue them <clears throat> and then in the data we keep seeing many rescue words appearing during these social stranded abandoned periods are, are, are referenced during this time about this topic there's going to be tons of rescue language and anyway the data <clears throat> excuse me excuse me this all this that we just talked about are also uh, being supported in this new educational uh, uh, agenda, site, whatever you want to call it, which is really not officially sanctioned schools, but they will begin to spring up and say, that you know, basically it's this. We don't give a rip, basically, if this is a degree or not. We're going to teach people how. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, if you wanted to go to, say, a, 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 a herbalist, you don't care if the guy's got a formal education as long as he <clears throat> as long as he knows what to do to make you better, right? <clears throat> Who cares about the paperwork at that point? You just want to be better. Well, these are the kinds of schools that'll be springing up all across the nation, and the data is showing that some of these will be uh well, accidents. And they will be caused because of transportation breakdowns, which then result in uh, a few individuals being stranded but decided to stay where the universe put them and begin to start what's called in the data as roadside universities, where people learn real skills of survival. In some instances, it's saying here that local and regional dwindling governments will be in contention with this illegal stuff. Oh, what a waste of time. <sighs> well, unless they're trying to teach people to assassinate, that, you know, and it might be a good idea to do that to some of these criminals, but I'm just thinking very quietly. The data sets are continuing to point to massive crushing unemployment. You know, don't you have a burden for your people? This is why I just feel so compelled to tell you how bad it's going to get. Because you need to get ready. The data is also tying illegal learning center sites where they're trying to teach illegals how they can become uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> anyway, they will confuse illegal immigrants from illegals in these learning centers. In other words, teaching people how to survive in an environment that collapsed on them, and then the government says, we don't care if you don't have a job because we screwed you and gave you a fiat money system that was collapsed on purpose. You're going to be poor and stay that way. And if you starve, so be it, because we're not going to let you 
do anything about it. Anyway, the data sets in the U.S. population are showing a long-term trend for sudden, spontaneously organized large groups of protest over the next two to three years starting in two months, within two months. Now, the data describes these mass social actions as guerrilla-like uh, that will be there, and then all of a sudden they will vanish as the authorities uh, show up as police, and they're gone. Anyway, it says these mass social actions are showed as a direct response to the dollar collapse and the failing of the empire and the abusive control efforts of the politicians upon the people saying, we don't care if you're starving, we don't care if you're not working, you're just going to sit on your butt and do nothing about it because you're going to starve because you just aren't going to work. Now, by the way, all of you that are illegal, we really feel sorry for you, so we're going to feed you. Well, that starts, that starts that's a good reason to be in a riot. <laughs> Anyway, the data is continuing to point to massive crash crashes. This is again, massive crash, and that's being supported by even more layoffs and even more bank to more firings. On top of what we already heard, now this new data suggests that some kind of events of unknown type will trigger and be the cause for corporate banks erupts as well as the two banks that are going to be fighting causing it there'll be other things and this is going to reach an unprecedented level that we have never seen in 2013 as we roll out of this year now the data is showing that the bankruptcies will be the subject of global economic news press these layoffs and firings will also are also within data that is talking about the fracturing of the political system. Oh, yeah, let's not vote for Hillary. She's got a list a mile long. Let's, let's vote for a communist Sanders, the Jew. Anyway, the data is showing that mobs of unemployed students probably will be roam, roaming resorts and luxury centers during spring break in 2015 when things get bad. Can you imagine your kids in college taking their, maybe it's their last trip. So, folks, I'm going to stop here. Let me make a note. That I ended here today on the 14th. And uh, we did it our private broadcast. Folks, you have to fill in those little uh, gaps if you don't have your comms. You got to get them. If you don't have your health, you got to get it. If you don't have your food, you got to get it. So, you know, just kind of make sure that if you have, instead of saying, well, I need to get more of this, remember this. 
You only have two hands. You can't get it if you like. If you love guns and you've got ten of them, then you're overstocked. You really are, especially if you have no food. Especially if you have no communications. Especially if you need stuff that will keep you well. <laughs> it's time to get rid of the pets, and and that, by that I mean the guns. The, you know, some people like their guns and they like name them. You know, this is Charlie. Uh, and this is Sam. This is Alice. You know, they they get real crazy with weapons. Just uh, just trust me. Just make sure that you're not overloaded. Get real balanced in everything that you're prepping. Make sure you cover all your bases. Get all the holes filled. And then build. Okay? Then build back. Here's what we're getting ready to do. Folks, I know this is bad. We're getting ready to try and figure out how we can get some new tennis shoes. Because we're going to be putting on sweats, and we're going to be doing it in fibers that are not going to make us cold, and we're going to be doing stuff like Rocky, getting ready for these last days, okay? Uh, before it hits, I want to be able to run up those stairs and bounce around. Now, I'm getting old, and I'm big. I'm getting too big. I stopped getting big after I quit being sick, but I got too big. I got to, We've got to all get well. We've all got to get ready. Now's the time. It's been my pleasure. Even though some of this is really bad, or a lot of it, there is some good news. Nothing like trying to wonder what's going to be coming. Catch me back here along with Aaron in about two hours at the Truth Traveler. It's been my pleasure to bring this information. Please, please. Get ready, please.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.